Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. are so good you went and bought more i did and i have like an addiction no because let's let's just talk because there was a half empty bag that was left with all the other groceries that we never ate and when i tell you that my husband has been all over those things really he thinks they're like the best thing in the world okay that's good i feel i feel better that we guys I can't tell you how much food we bought that <laughs> we did not eat. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know what we thought. I don't know we what we, we thought either. We were there for a month. I don't know. We're a bunch of morons. Like, it could have been nuclear winter. But whatever. Winter. Kyle loves the pretzels. You love the pretzels. You are my husband confirmed. Basically. Yeah. If you're wondering what pretzels I'm eating, they are from Target. They are called Snack Factory. They're pretzel crisps, and it's garlic parmesan. Yes. And oh my gosh. He's like obsessed with them. I can go through a bag in a day. He no never, problem. I think he'd had like a regular and like another variety of those. Yeah. That he was like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. But then like he had those. Yeah. And he was like, oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes, in fact, this also happened with my husband. He bought the pretzel crisps. His dad had like just regular pretzel flavor. Yeah, yeah. And then I bought the garlic parmesan and Nick was like, oh my God. I'm telling you guys, these are the best pretzels you're ever going to fucking eat. You're going to change your life. You're going to change your life. Seriously. Yes, from me to you. They're very popular. There you go. We're sponsored now by these by pretzel crisps by Snack Factory. <laughs> I need to get like my. Oh, I man. think I've seen pretzel crisps at like Costco, but oh. I don't know if it was that flavor. Oh, you got to find them, and yeah. you got to you got to well, give them. I'm to me. sure that we're going to be at Costco at some point. This I don't have a Costco work. membership. Can I have? I talked about that and how Nick won't get one. <laughs> Nick, so come funny. on. Nick, so, listen. Just go get a Costco membership. I know he won't get one. Why not? Always, I don't know. He's so like, it's so useful. I know he's like. Well, there's only three of us, and I'm like, well, but there's that no, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. I was like, you can get double bags of Lucky Charms, like right there. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> Listen. Understand. Why is the problem? Just get the get the membership, Nick. I'm like, I can't look at the pajamas and the jacket. Oh, the pajamas are like next fucking level. They're amazing. They and are the, fucking amazing. And the I socks. Mean, yes, yeah. the socks. 
dresses do you think people are gonna buy them anybody want my supposed to smoke dresses i don't know they don't fit me anymore <laughs> i got old guys the moment has better. passed anyhow it's fine it's but fine. i have good ones i have really good ones i know you do i put a lot of effort into this you really did and i really did i i searched things out on ebay ebay yo I don't have Emily Butler cards in my day-to-day life anymore, and I don't I don't know what to do with eBay anymore. Yeah. Like, eBay existed for Felicity Smoke clothes. I don't need you. I eBay. used eBay recently to buy the, um, the books that I, the, like, the young adult romances that I read. There was, like, a big series of them. Mm. They were, like, published in, like, the late 80s. And I loved those books when I was like those the school. Sweet Valley High. No, no, those are, it was that we talked about this before. They were they were called Sunfire, and they were like oh yeah young okay. adult historical Got romance. But I do remember we talked about the Sweet Valley High. Yeah, yeah. Historical. It's, it's basically, if you like the Sweet Valley Saga, you would love oh gosh, the Sunfire. The Sweet Valley Saga. Those changed my life because the Sunfire books were basically just that, except each book was like one part of the saga. Like I still, I still think about how Todd and Jessamine didn't end up together on the. Prairie. I still have that book, those books, both of them. I want you to send them to me. I would fucking reread them. In a I second. could have given them to you when I you were here. Them. I would have taken them and reread them. They changed my life. Anyhow, I bought all the goddamn <laughs> Sunfire books, and I got some of them on Amazon and some of them on eBay because they don't print them anymore. And I've got Christopher Pike's speaking of Christopher Pike. Hmm. Speaking of Christopher Pike. So uh-huh. Christopher Pike was like the highbrow R.L. Stein of the day. Yes, he was. <laughs> all all the all He was the, like the Stephen King of He was the Stephen King of, of teen of horror. Young adult horror. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, so like everybody fucking read Christopher Pike. Oh, like yeah. it was it was the thing. So mm-hmm. And you look down upon R.L. Stein, you're like, oh, oh, totally. The only easy. children read Goosebumps. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. But I um, just loved R.L. Stein. And I was like, Aaron, they're like a first grade le- reading level. Yeah. Like, no, Christopher Pike had like intrigue. Oh, there was like shocks and twists and turns, and, 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 and scared the bejesus like, out of you. Like, like sometimes these teenagers like did drugs and stuff. Like there was yeah. humor. And had uh, sex yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, I still remember there was some crazy lady at like a like a, a diner. There was another chick who like pretended like she literally like single white females. It was like a whole thing. I it, like I have they're like core memories. So I ha- I don't have all the Christopher Pikes, but I've got like a bunch of them. 
like yeah, the final I'm so friends sad. like why didn't we do this well, i was literally standing in your house i was in I your know. house it was right i could have shown this to you what the fuck it was it was in the office because that's where the book oh. is anyway um <laughs> so close it's so far <laughs> anyhow the point I was getting to. So, do you recall the the haunting of Hill House? Yes. The haunting of Bly Manor. Yes. Are they doing more? Midnight Mass. Okay. So the guy who who did those, and they they were on Netflix. Yeah. His his name is Mike Flanagan, and he's yeah. done like some horror movies too. But like the stuff that he does is like when you watch Hill House, it, Haunting of Hill yeah. House, it's like you're like this is so. You're good. gonna learn. You're gonna like learn. it's not it's not just even just like from a horror perspective it's no, just it's like just good it's just good it's, it's just, just like good. arguably good yeah so he takes like a horror story and just like really dives into the nitty-gritty character goodness mm-hmm. you know and you're just mm-hmm. like i i dig this so it blows your mind it blows your mind his last one was midnight mass this year he's got another one coming out right and I saw a thing, and they're like, it's called The Midnight Club. And I'm like, that's funny. There was a Christopher Pike book called The Midnight Club. And so no. I clicked through the link to see what it's about. They're like, it's about a bunch of children at a hospice oh. who tell stories. I'm like, wait My. a minute. <laughs> Lord. So, yes, there, he's doing a Christopher Pike book ah! for his next Netflix series. And it's coming out like in a couple weeks. Listen, if you had told me Reggie Jean was going back to Bridgerton, I don't know if I would have been that excited. I more excited. Literally, like, this is really my like, head this blew is off really, when this I is, saw it. Like, teen me is is lit. I have not been able to think of little else ever since like, I learned this. Elementary school, middle school, Jen is like, fuck yeah. Like I was already going to watch shit. it. Like say less, Mike Flanagan Netflix series. I'm Done. watching it anyway. But like learning that it's a Christopher Pike book, I like don't know if I read. I read it. Midnight. Midnight Club. Club. It was. It was oh, that, that looks familiar. It's there are all these kids that are in a hospice. Because they're all dying of terminal illness and they all get together at midnight and tell spooky stories to each other. And they like make a pact. I don't think I, I think I missed that one, but man. I read it. Man, I read, I read some them of these bad all boys. Back in the day. <laughs> I read all those goddamn books. Yeah. But oh, yeah. no, the um the audiobook for that is like releasing here like next week. And I'm like, I'm gonna check that out of the library. And listen to it like in yeah. advance of the show. I'm going gonna read it. I'm gonna pick it up. I might go and be like, "What's up?" So I know what's going on. Listen, this is this is this is life in the '80s, guys. Like you would, <laughs> you go to your library, you beg your mom to take you to the library. Okay? Library was it, man? And you had that library card in your hot little hand, and you went straight to the young adult section. No fucking you got yeah. yourselves some Sweet Valley High. Some babysitters club, babysitters club, and a little <laughs> pike to smooth things out, you know, so you're not too sugary sweet. You had to throw a little horror in there, so. Oh man, Christopher Pike! And you come out with like a stack. Like okay, anybody listening, if you are going to read any Christopher Pike, pick up the Final Friends trilogy. Okay, mm, that's a good one. Because when I tell you how obsessed, like I have still my copy of the third book in that trilogy. I went and bought like a new copy of all three, but like I still have the original, 
third book and I was like flipping through it the other day and I literally I'm not even joking there's parts that are highlighted <laughs> because I was like, like this so I like this I like and then I came across one I'm like that was my senior quote in the yearbook that's amazing I took a senior quote from oh! the Christopher Pike book Christopher Pike wrote the vampire books, the last yes, vampire. He did. Yes, he I was did. All over that shit. <laughs> Is anyone surprised? No, you're no. Not. no, you're not. <laughs> Negative amount. When I say I like this shit before Buffy, remember, I like the, this he, before, before Buffy. He did a book called "Remember Me," where the 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 heroine, the principal character, is pushed off a balcony at the beginning yes! of the book. And, and then she, she has to figure out who killed her. She has to figure out, as a ghost, who killed yes, her. Yes! That book was, was amazing. Like, was you so know what? Good. Did they make a Lindsay Lohan movie out of that book? I don't... I feel strongly that she... I she, don't... She might have been in a movie like that. Maybe they just, like, ripped it off Christopher Pike and they didn't pay him I mean, entirely fees. possible. Feels they, real honestly, somebody, somebody needs Lindsay to go Lohan through and do. turn all of these into Oh, Netflix no, the ghost because... book was fucking freaky! <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Dad, there's nothing you can do. But, man, you just need to know who did it. Can I say he was the genius of He horror? was the best. Cause, okay, because I couldn't Well, do, if he didn't, I he didn't talk. Okay, before you jump down our throat, listen. Like, why didn't you just read Stephen King, Jennifer? Because he's too scary. Listen, I did. I did. <laughs> I like, okay. It. And when I was in middle school, I read it. And when I tell mm-hmm. you, Mm-mm. that was traumatizing. Listen. The covers would give me nightmares. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Well, Stephen King is is it was it was a little too much. It was like it was, it was nice, too much. It was it was it was good intro. Okay, like, there's something wrong with him. Sorry, <laughs> he's got a little like, bit of a not, twisted mind. I just want to say, I saw on TikTok uh, of an interview with the guy who wrote. Um, who's writing Game of Thrones, asking Stephen King, how does he, like, deliver books so fast? Yeah, and he was shook. He was like, what? You actually like, sit down and write every day? And yeah, he's like, and he's like, yeah, yeah I knock out, knock out a book in, like, six it's months. It's my job. And he's like, but, like, you do, like, a whole page in a day? <laughs> and I'm like, I think we're drilling down on why Game of Thrones will never be finished. And we're gonna die. You're going to die, man. George listen, R. R. Martin gives himself listen. excuses not to write. Listen, that's just all there is. If to you it. are a Game of Thrones book fan and you don't understand that George is gonna die before he finishes the <laughs> series, I don't know how else to help you. I don't know it's, what else to do. It's 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 already like, done. Just just accept that fact and you will find peace. If you're actually expecting him to finish whatever song of silence wind and fire wind and but snow i don't fucking know what the name of it is you speak truth. song of silence whatever before we move on from christopher pike i just gotta Why say are we moving on from Pike? <laughs> okay <laughs> i just gotta I say like we one it. of the things i really liked about his books you know as a young adult as a teenager reading these books back in the 90s or whatever right i liked that he didn't talk down no. To the teenage audience. Like his teenage characters felt more adult, but not in like a pandery kind of way. Like it felt like he was like, You're teenagers, you're not idiots. Right. You know, and, I mean, and teenagers very, can be idiots, but not about 
that like yeah, yeah no he but like, he was yeah. he was just like he he they felt like regular people and they didn't have just juvenile you know I, it's hard yes. to describe but it was it, he didn't talk down to his audiences and i don't know there was something very very appealing about that i'm i'm totally with you did you see that taylor swift midnight she she okay. made it with jack antonoff again Okay, but and, here's like, the thing. Like, this excites me so much. But, Jen, <laughs> you literally just asked me, did you hear the Taylor Swift? I know. <laughs> Listen, I never know Taylor stuff before Callie. It just doesn't, it's never going to happen. It's like me trying to know, like, Arrow stuff before Callie. It was just never Well, I mean, happen. and also, like, if you're on TikTok, you know Taylor Swift stuff as soon as Taylor Swift stuff I happens. know, because she puts everything on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Like, That's who I found it out from. I found out from Taylor. Exactly. She told me. Exactly. Taylor told us we just watched a TikTok. Where she, yeah. No, but seriously, that TikTok was amazing because everybody is like tearing it apart looking for like. Clothes. Oh, people have gone down the <laughs> rabbit hole with this midnight, y'all. Did you think, see like, that whole thing with like buy each of the vinyls and yeah, and, and, like, and oh girl, man. and I'm just like, you don't. What understand. kind of money do you think I have? I am also like prepared to send people medication for all of like the clues and the staying up all night, and it's like I. I mean, if people put this much energy into, like, I don't know, anything, I feel like world domination would be yours. Like, just... You guys. Yeah. There's going to be lots of shit that happens, like, at at midnight Eastern or 9 o'clock for me. From now until this thing is released. You know, just... I can't do it anymore. I have to go to bed. Just, here's, here's... I'm lucky because all I have to do is just, like, throw a quick glance... Like over at Twitter around 9 p.m. I know. I mean, you just see, roll is there yourself anything in your bed. No? Okay. The rest of us bitches are up till freaking midnight. <laughs> I'm like, why? No. No. But can we also discuss the 70s aesthetic? It's just gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, listen, she's really coming for my life right now because I am a solid 1989 girl and I just. Like, she's really challenging that crown for me. Well, it's just the looks have been impeccable so far. There's so much, like, sparkle. Just, well, there's sparkle, but there's but also like, kind of like Like, that. smoky, moody. And it's just like, it's got that kind of almost grungy 70s thing going I'm always at the same time. T- I'm always here for Taylor and Banks. And always. everybody keeps comparing it to that that book daisy jones and the six which as you know i'm mm-hmm. a big fan of that book before any of this even happened. i know i didn't read that <laughs> book but i know it is very daisy jones and the six and since the there's the tv show for that is coming out like sometime in this next year mm. i'm like what are the chances that there's not going to be a taylor swift song on who did they cast they are oh it's already they've already finished f- filming it like oh it's, it's riley it's got um the the guy Sam Claflin from The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. oh yeah, this looks good. It's gonna be amazing. I mean, could they have nailed this casting? I didn't even read this fucking book, and I'm just looking at the cover. I'm like, that the book really is fun, fucking fantastic. Anybody listening, get the audio book for that and listen to the audio book because the audio book is like, it's like watching a movie. You just, and before anyhow. you ask and jump up our ass. Riley Keogh is the granddaughter of Elvis Presley. You're welcome. So it's meant to be. Anyhow, the point being, okay, so there was a 
a, a song apparently in the book. I don't really have clear memory of this. I think she sings. I've listened to it, but I think there's a song in the book called Midnights, and I'm like, that can't be a coincidence. No. Like, <laughs> Maybe she did like a song for the. I'm wondering show. if she did a song. Oh, I was on. I was on Dumois last night. That oh, no. spoiler guy, what? girl. What did and you do? She. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. Um, and she or he or it or they or they, they, them, um, they, them. They said that she's releasing a song on either a movie or a TV show soon. I wonder if it's going to be that. I. It has to be. But she said it's not going to be on midnight. It's a separate deal. You know, I would be so surprised if she if it's not on midnight. Like, yeah. Honestly, she read that that Crawdad's book. Yeah. That and like I, I think there's But negative... this was after this. Like this not But that. I mean I think I feel like there's negative chance that Taylor Swift did not read Daisy Jones and the Six. I like negative feel like chance. That feels true. <laughs> negative chance she did not this read. Girl's this girl's a reader. She's a book She's, nerd. She She's hardcore. Books. Everybody's been reading that book. Have you like... seen her houses? There's always a reading nook. Exactly. God, I want to live in her house. I know. Like I just want to do a Fourth of July Taylor Swift party one time, (laughs) just one time. And you come with all the sparkles. I would. It would be so much fun. I just want to. I just. I want it all. I want. How did you? How did you do on the Arrow trivia? Oh, we don't want to even talk about how bad. I fucking bad. These look pretty hard. I, I, I couldn't play, remember, but... like, the, the stuff I did remember was, like, why would you even remember that? And then, like, the stuff I didn't remember, I'm like, you really should be so ashamed of yourself. So I am, like, a little bit confused in how to play because they're, like, quote tweeted, but I was like, I don't think I can quote tweet it because. You quote tweet. You go to, to, to retweet, but you quote it instead okay. of retweeting. I did know one. The first person that he killed was Adam Hunt. I I guessed that, and I happened to be right, and that was amazing. I remembered Steve Aoki was the DJ, but I did not remember how many episodes until he told Felicity. I didn't remember how many people died in the undertaking. I didn't remember. Like, there was, like, the list of things I did not remember or did not know mm-hmm. was outrageous and the things I guessed at I'm like you once upon a time you knew this and you don't and know you it, it and you knew it cold man I knew Why it can cold. I not find this quiz oh there we go I found it okay <laughs> sorry that was angry. I mean I know the answers now because I've seen everybody and their dog answering the oh, questions on my timeline answering. all I do is work so I'm like <laughs> what's what's going on what are we doing what's happening but like when I first looked through without having seen anybody else's answers, I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Didn't Speedy want Red Arrow? Or is that what Roy? Yeah, I him? think so. Yeah. Do you want Red Arrow? Curtis named his balls T Spears after these two ferrets from the beast. I don't give a fuck about Curtis. I'm not even answering that. Um, I enjoyed the fandom's answers to that more than like <laughs> whatever the actual answers were. Because there were some glorious answers. And also the CNRI thing. Everybody knew what it stood for, but like everybody was coming up with like bullshit answers for that. I love amazing. us. I love us. 
many years did Sarah Lance train with the League of Assassins? Nobody knew that. I don't know that. Who well, that? so it's from the boat. I don't know. I just, for, it was just like, who knows so that? Nobody five years, knows that. Five years. It's five years, right? Stupid. I guess. It's five years, people. I mathed it. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> the, the, what, what, There's what a lot did, of these I'm not going to know. What did, what's his name say when, like, with his, like. <sighs> his last words. No, yeah, the yeah. What did he do? And I'm like, I don't remember. Survive that. Survive. That was his last word. Oh, I Robert Queen. I mean, oh, I didn't know that either. But I mean, I knew that um, one. What's his name with the the rags? Ragman. Oh, like what's the thing what? he said? And I was like, I don't know. Listen, was. he was a blip. I mean, I loved him, but do you like do, like? Can you still believe that out of all of the newbies, they got rid of the best one? I mean, at like, the at that point, it was like, of course, of course, of course, they only got rid of the one we like. Oh, who Oliver revealed? Because I didn't know how specific we we're getting. Oliver revealed his identity to Diggle first, right? Yes. Okay, I got that one right. I don't know. now things are. I didn't get that one, one at first because I wasn't thinking. I was like, I don't know. What was Dinah Drake's name as an undercover? I could not I... remember that until somebody on my timeline said Tina something. Tina, like, that's it. Yep. And I don't, I don't know what her last name was or anything, but I didn't know until I saw somebody say it. And I'm like, how could I not remember that? I can't remember shit. Who was the first recruit brought in by Oliver to join the original team? Roy. No, that, that was Roy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's easy. Who is the team's youngest? Camaro's youngest recruit. Evelyn. Oh. Who was it? Oh, Evelyn. Evelyn. Oh, yeah. Who cares about her? Um, who rebranded Black Canary's song that devices the Canary Cry? Cisco. That's not even was our it show. Cisco? It wasn't yeah. even our show. Okay. Okay, I got the Sarah Lance. <laughs> what did Rory recite as he contained the blast of a nuclear explosion with his rigs? Something cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm terrible at these. <laughs> nope. Don't know that one. Uh, who narrated the mockumentary Emerald Earth? I had no fucking idea. Was I supposed to pay attention to the mockumentary? Because I didn't. I was just like, where's Felicity? Um, yep, that's all I got. Yeah. That's it for round two. There was a round one. Yeah, no. Bloody yeah. hell. Man, they're, they are busy. Look at all these tweets, y'all. It was just earlier that day they did. Holy cow. One. Anyways, what if am I following them? I feel like I am. I'm not. That's why I'm not seeing anything. Like, where's all this fun stuff? No, I'm them. I'm not following them either. But I'm following them. It'll be fun. I can get. More I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see pro Laurel Lands content on my timeline. What? They're pro Laurel. <laughs> well, okay. Mentioning Laurel, I'm not interested in it. I'm like, I feel like that's not very likely. I just, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm over it. I'm sorry. Speaking of jerks within the Arrow <laughs> verse, did you hear Steve? Oh God! Landed on TMZ this week. <gasps> no shit. No. Here's here. Okay. So what you've heard do, in the past, do, like do, I, I can't point to anything specific, but you've heard in the past that Steve complained about his neighbors. Yeah, with the poop. 
there was a poop story or something. It turns out he's next door to a nonprofit animal shelter, animal <laughs> rescue. <laughs> and so he tried to get them shut down. <gasps> he's suing this nonprofit animal rescue. And so like the the animal rescue is like has a GoFundMe to raise money to like for the legal battle. I want to do- I'm gonna donate to it. And so and so like Steve, his PR took a hit because TMZ was all over this. And so he's like, I'm bringing back some seriously and everybody in our fandom. I'm so proud of y'all. Everybody in our fandom was like, okay, or we could donate to this GoFundMe instead. Keep it. You know? Keep it. Oh, there it is. 912 running illegal kennel business. Well, how come it's illegal? Because he doesn't like it. (laughs) Ah! A statement from the group reads, Rescues Rock is pleased that on September 13th, the court denied Stephen and Cassandra Amels. It's not Amels, but whatever. Baseless request for emergency injunction shutting down Rescue Rock's important mission promoting animal welfare, education, and rescues. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's not funny for the it's a It's a bad but... fucking look for Steve. Okay, but given... Okay, so this is something that they would blame Cassandra over, but because, you know, she hates dogs, I think. Remember, she's always like... Remember, but we heard like, her Steve rant about in how, like, his own kids. words complain about these neighbors. Yes, but like... <laughs> I know it feels strongly that... I, why did you buy the house? I don't know. Or move. You can move. You're literally you some money. You can move. Yeah. What did you make, Steve? I thought we did the eighth season because it would have been financially irresponsible to skip it. So take that eighth season money and go buy a new. And go put it in a different hole leave in Los the Angeles. Poor animal rescue. Alone. Leave the animal rescue alone. I'm in L.A. Like, are you for real, dude? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, Amel's alleged that their neighbors are running the entire operation in a neighborhood zone for residential only. The Amel's claim they're at the end of their rope. Well, yeah, because you move next door to a bunch of barking dogs. Like, this is what bothers me about people and buying houses. Like, take a step back. Stop focusing on what color the walls are. Because that's shit you can change. Pay attention to your neighborhood. And look at the function. Look at the look at the structure of the home. Does that work for your ha- family? Look at the neighborhood. Is this somewhere you want to live? How did you not know it was... I mean, I guess it's one thing if they opened up um, after they moved in. Then that's another, that's another thing. But, like, but he can still this. move. Right. You could still move. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, what? We're saying that this is, like, their rooted family home? Doesn't he own, like, three houses? Like, come on. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> you're in... You're not, like, your regular average private citizen here. You're Stephen Amell. You rely on... Don't feel sorry for you. Go take uh, money you re- and... No, you rely on public perception of you. And... Average well, citizen Joe Blow Karen next door can can bitch about his animal rescue neighbors. An actor in the public eye with PR persona 
cannot do that without taking a PR hit. Well, I love that they're like, well, we have a newborn. I'm like, okay, congratulations. You have a baby. So therefore, everybody has to do what you say. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. You had said child while you knew you, knew you were living next door to a dog kennel. Born. You live next to a dog kennel. I don't feel sorry. No. Move. Um, oh, and they, it smells. Well, yeah. Have you ever been inside of a dog kennel? <laughs> they stink. Anywhere with animals smells. FYI. I just, I, I it's, it's a bad look for them. Pooches carry diseases too. I'm sorry. Are there airborne diseases? If your child is not interacting with the animals, what is the problem with the diseases? It's upsetting. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just very curious. Is this like an illegal setup shop? Is this like a no? It's legit. They've got, they've got a lot. Like, go on if you go on there. I'm going to rescues rock. Yep, rescues rock. Go to the GoFundMe. Also, you just announced you just announced where you live. FYI, yeah, exactly. Now everybody <laughs> knows where you live, Steve. Let's go adopt. Let's go adopt a dog and find out where Steve. Did you think this one through? Because you've got some pretty weird ass fans out there. That that one chick uh, is candy. Adoptable out there. Yep. Oh yeah, they have a couple locations. Well, again, what were Stevens tried this the neighborly way. So what's the neighborly way to handle this? Would you please close your rescue kennel? <laughs> Would you please stop doing this? Like, what can they possibly do that's going to appease him? They have to stop existing. So that's not going to happen, Steven. So, yeah, you're going to have to go to court. And it's, it's one of those things that, like, would it be a little on the aggravating side to be living next door to an animal rescue? Probably. But here's the thing. You're a public figure, and this is going to look bad on you. It does you look bad. You can't be surprised when it looks bad on you for doing it's, this. Uh, it's not as bad as maybe, like, trying to shut down, like, an adoption agency, but it's pretty close. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically like going out and kicking puppies, Stephen. Are you really, I mean... Are you really ready I'm to not, be that guy? It's not wrong what you are saying. Like, they're literally homeless little pets. Look at these little puppies. I want to buy one. I'd get a cat. <laughs> Look at the cats. The cats are cute. What's wrong with the cats, Steven? Got a problem with the cats? Or is it just the dogs? Bucks uh, the Bark Park. I they've mean, got all this stuff. They've got problems with all of Listen, it. they got a whole-ass website. They got donations. I'm sorry, sir. And they've got a bitter-ass fucking neighbor. Well, what's going to be uncomfortable is if he wins the suit. Then he just single-handedly shut down the whole... (laughs) There's just... The only way to get out of this, Steve, is not to run another Sin Seriously campaign. It's to withdraw... Please tell me people are not buying into that. Well, everybody I've seen, like I said, everybody I've seen in our fandom... Have taken one look at it and been like, let's <sighs> donate to Rescue Rocks instead. So now I gotta look up his ass on Twitter because he did it right after the news do of this, this. Hit too. 
Don't, why is he so gross? Why do you gotta be? Yep, there it is. Like the timing is a little suspect, Stephen. Oh, we've got some folks buying in, but it of is what it do, is. Of course, because there's all they think of people they like think he's a saint. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nope. I'll sell my sincerely stuff to these people, and then I'm going to take the money and donate it. To the you know what I did with my sincerely sweatshirt? What'd you do with yours? I donated it to Goodwill. Oh, that's amazing. I might do that. It might be done. It's a nice sweatshirt. We're going just... into to, to winter, you know. It's, people need sweatshirts. And that's the only thing that stopped me from donating is, is it, the first campaign we did, the first one, mm-hmm. that's they were one I really had. nice sweatshirts. It was a beautiful, wonderful, very warm hoodie. Yep. And, I was and it like... was like, remember when he had really nice stuff for Knocking Point too? Yeah. Yep. Back Those were the days. <laughs> Back and before the second campaign, it was just trash. Like, like trash I just wanted to know so what mad. happened to him because he used to be normal. I he got famous. That's exactly what happened in it. It's like you know, you throw money, fame, and power at a person. It's going to be the seldom few that maintain the douchery level to a minimum you know <laughs> and he was pretty douchey i think to start with i mean he, he up his had an ego to begin with but it was, yeah. it was, it was I a mean, little bit more contained a little bit more well-fed humble. artist right yeah. there we should have known what we were getting I into mean, right I there i understand red flag on the twitter i understand why his first wife divorced him like you dodged a bullet i love how he's like it's because i was not a successful actor like no sir no and you can get as famous as you want and she's still not going to come back you need to tell your therapist about it i don't even think he wants her to come back i think he wants to rub her nose in it Mm. And the thing is, Steve, she doesn't care. Okay? She's no, like, I think she's happily married with she's babies. She's fine. She's good. She's fine. She, she had a nice care. little marketing. Didn't she have a nice little marketing? Because we tried fine. I tried we tried finding her one night. She's really pretty. <laughs> and yeah, you're like, yep, that's the woman who broke his heart and he is a mess afterwards just a mess never recovered and goes on to podcasts when really he should keep things in private like real discussions and not hear all of his voices about publicizing that information oh god or remember when he talked to next door neighbor so that your address is well you guys known. you guys he literally told the story about the time he sent her Essentially, threatening email. Yes, I and remember. And she called that. the cops on him, and the cops were like, "You can't send he got like, like a restraining that. order, crazy dude." I think she did get a restraining order against him. Like, good for her. Like, he went off the ledge, y'all. He went off of it. I'm like, Stephen. These are these are the stories that you save for your tell-all autobiography when and you haven't gotten a job in three years. I think <laughs> Not the first now. thing he did after that is he went and he 
tried to find somebody to replace her with. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Well, I don't pretend to understand how that marriage. Oh, I think there's something there. Works. But it's just like, they're just. But it works for them. It works so... for them. I, yeah, I really don't buy into the he's trapped, she's black. Like, I don't know. No, 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 no. None of it. None of it. No, no, no. None of it. No, no. Nobody in this day and age is trapped in a marriage. Give me no. a break. Nobody is. Just unless you're like well, I mean, a psychopath not, yeah, or no, I, mean, I mean, celebrities. He's not. Yeah. No. Celebrities are not trapped in. in I don't feel unless they're married to an abuser and feel like they can't leave that kind of stuff. But no, I don't. I There is a, there is something I know it's hard for people to understand. And I understand that. But there is something functioning there. And therefore it works. So they, they enjoy okay. each other. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they might be perfect for each other. I think so. In in retrospect, as I looked over the last decade of like being involved in these people's lives for absolutely no good reason, and then none of this is my business. Intentionally <laughs> involved. It's like, yeah, maybe it works and it's fine. I, I don't know. I mean, they have another baby. He looks like a cutie pie. He put him in a suitcase. I was like, well, that's adorable. I mean... Sure. They're 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 fine. Guys. I don't know. Maybe don't worry about she's that. got a podcast about drinking. He loves drinking. That's what that's a match made in heaven. Soulmates. Just stop fighting it, guys. <laughs> Let it be. And apparently he tries to shut down little puppy shelters. In his spare time. In his spare time. <laughs> okay. In between the baby. What a fucking grinch. And the getting kicked off airplanes. Oh, what a douche. But like, <laughs> you knew, we, I think some parts have always knew he's frat boy Steve. And frat boy Steve, I mean, even but at his like, best. I feel like it used to be more subdued than it yeah, is Yeah, oh, it was now. so much. Remember season three? It was I, his lowest frat boy. I don't know. I feel he like. He walled us into like a false, like, comfort. Yeah. And then over time, <laughs> I feel like the older he gets, the more immature he gets. Yeah, you know, but that like that's a we've we... grown. Listen, aging in Hollywood is not easy. And I don't <sighs> know what he would be stressing about because it seems like guys get the better parts as they get older. Like they hit their stride in like their forties. I mean, so... guys become silver foxes. Like, he was all stressed about that, remember? And it was like, yes. I, I don't want to get typecast. I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you what, sir. Ninja Turtles didn't do you any favors. So, <laughs> what were you thinking? I wouldn't be blaming Arrow. I would go Ninja Turtles. If you're looking for a bump in the well, road, that might have been it. Arrow, and it's just like, well, you do you remember the summer of Ninja Turtles, how it was never ending? And we just, it, it was, was awful. It was a vortex that we were never. <laughs> if it wasn't from. fucking Ninja Turtles, it was wrestling. Yes. Also, a bump in the road that maybe you want to look at. We suffered. Nope, it's it's the successful TV show that launched my career. I'm going to get pigeonholed. What? Pigeonholed as an action star? Okay, what, you going to do some super serious shit? Have at it. But again, Ninja Turtles isn't going to get you there. Remember, he was so excited, and this was, like, going to be his big thing. And I just yes. had so much secondhand embarrassment because it's fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's the most 70s 
sick. And I was like, I want to be able to support your movie career, but I cannot do this. I didn't watch it. You couldn't have paid me. No. There was no money. And listen, we grew up. I grew up with Ninja Turtles, okay? Ninja Turtles was the shit when I was a kid. And I was not following him down that road. No. He was playing second fiddle to Turtles. Like, the Turtles were number one on the call sheet. And we were supposed to be excited. (laughs) I'm like, no. I remember we were all like, oh, who's the chick? Oh, Megan Fox. And we're like, yeah, he's going to hit that, which I feel confident he did. (laughs) It was just, it was so messy. I was like, it's so gross. (laughs) Yep. And then he wondered, where did all the movie offers go? It's like, because you were fucking... It was not second fiddle to a like, ninja turtle. Like I just CGI talk- characters. And the no not having a PR team. Also that. I don't need a PR team. I don't need all that shit. Yeah, yeah, you do. Turns out you actually did need you a PR should not team. be don't someone take the social media away from him. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying, man, if you're wondering where things went wrong. <laughs> I just, turtles. Yeah. When you look back in fondness and <laughs> the like some of the shit. And listen, you guys, I loved this man. I thought he was the greatest. I thought he was the greatest father. He thought, oh, I thought we, he was madly in thought, love with his wife. I we just all thought like, the world of the him. Oh, I just thought he was the most and you know, season three, I felt like he kept that going. I feel strongly between season three and season four. He kind of kept it going. And then season five hit. And it was all over. And then it was Ninja Turtles. <laughs> You're like, I don't know you, actually. Actually, this is bad. At all. This is terrible. Painful lesson. <laughs> this is not great. You hate it. Thanks. <laughs> Just Speaking don't of it. Arrow News, to yes. stag off of Steve's messy ass. Yes. Moving on. Mark Guggenheim <gasps> answered some questions on Twitter this week. Oh, I saw the one on Felicity. Okay, so yeah, one. he was he was asked again, like like, was she intended to only be there for one episode or how long, you know? And so he rehashed that. Know this yet? So okay, then <sighs> then one of the the other side of the fandom. Did it again because they have to every couple of years. Ah. The answer might change. Said you might not be able to answer this. Oh, I just saw it. But was Elicity the plan? (laughs) Or what was the story? And Mark gave the same fucking goddamn answer that he hasn't been giving since season two. Play toward the chemistry <laughs> of Stephen and Emily. Play toward the chemistry of Stephen and Emily. They can't seem to get it. No. Like they're missing it. They're they're like, it's it's like he's trying to speak to me. I know it. You know. I know he's like, this isn't a secret. Yes, I can answer it, and I have answered it many times in the past. <laughs> we did this. We I've made answered a it all the time out of anyone, answering this. Yeah, anytime everyone has ever asked the question, I've answered it. Over and never changed the answer, and it's never been different. It's the same answer. I I made the crack that it's like 
they think it's like a magic eight ball that if they keep asking and eventually they'll give them a different answer. <laughs> and <laughs> because I was like, and I tweeted a, a, a gif of Biff Tannen from Back to the Future Part 2 because he was like, there's something familiar about all this because it's like literally it's the same thing all the time and they're like, they're waiting for the answer to change. Guys, save yourselves the trouble. Remember when I tweeted, I think I tweeted, it was really funny. Um, I tweeted, oh, you know, the best thing the Arrow writers did was, like, they were willing to roll with what worked. Yeah, thank God. And some dude answered and was like, that's the worst thing that they did. And I just, like, took a look at his profile, and he was a father, and he had a kid. I just was like, I can't remember his name. Let's call him Adam. I was like, Adam, move on. <laughs> just You're going to have to give this go. one up. Just find a different, <laughs> find a different avenue find something else to love and listen maybe they're gonna do the whole green arrow black canary movie stuff i don't know they probably will so have at it guys you're gonna get your big movie thing someday i mean i can't imagine that they're not gonna do it this is a nice way to kind of seg in because i've thought of it with all the the little mermaid nonsense that's popped up this last but did you see the tiktoks i did see the tiktoks and they were so girls so here, oh. you know, you have a bunch of people that are all upset because Little Mermaid's black and that's not how she's supposed to be. Not my but Little did, Mermaid. Did anybody listen to the voice? It's, but beyond that. Did you they hear don't, her sing? They don't care. They only care that she's black. Okay? I don't care if she's freaking purple. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. And this applies to the, the, the comic book fans. If you so desperately need this one incarnation if you need white Ariel, if you need Black Canary and Green Arrow, you can go watch the original Little Mermaid. You can go read the comics. That's still there. Well, it's here's my thing. Taken it away. Do people it's understand? There. Do people understand how Disney movies work? Because Apparently not. The Little Mermaid, <laughs> Disney didn't create the Little Mermaid. That's well, a no, fairy that, tale. That's that's a whole other story because let me tell you the story. It's a fairy tale, guys. No, let me tell you the story of Hans Christian Andersen. Right. So, and it's really kind of scary. No, but no, not even just the fact that it didn't have a happy ending. He wrote it about it was a self-insert story about he was in love with this man that refused to acknowledge him and he had to love him from afar. And so it was kind of like his way of working out how he felt about this man who wouldn't love him back. And okay, he was, that feels he accurate. was the little mermaid. Yeah. And it's like, so if you want to talk about honoring the authentic story... <laughs> I don't think they'd like that either. Probably not. Like, maybe you should just drop it. Okay. But I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if you really, again, if you really want to go back to source material, it ain't Disney. No. There's like, no the part Little of that. Mermaid was not created by the Disney Corporation. No. They took a Hans Christian Andersen story and they put a Disney spin on it. Yeah. And here we go. But in the well, Hans Christian Andersen, there's no little white girl with red hair. No. no that seems part of your not. world. No. And he, and the other thing? Learn your facts. There was no Caribbean 
lobster crab in 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 the original story. There was no sea witch. Oh wait, yes, there was a sea witch, but there was no like Yeah. It's just it's stupid. It's Stop dumb. bitching about black yeah. like the or if you're gonna bitch about it. it, at least be accurate historically accurate. But see, if well, you're historically just... accurate, your argument falls apart. The historically accurate thing is just a dog whistle. It's just well, a, it's again, I don't, dog like, what does it whistle. matter? Just get the best person for the part. What's most important for Ariel is she can sing part of your world and knock well, it out of the park. That's it's, what's it's, most important. And this kid did. Like, I watched one second clip and I'm like, damn. It's damn. Just, it, it, it smacks of not It's racist. It's, it's totally racist. racist. It's, it's boring racism. Stop being so fucking predictable. Exactly. Just God, for one time, just one time. I'm so sick of it. Do not be predictable. Stop being so racist. It's just, I mean, I'm sorry. But like, if you're not understanding why this is important, go to TikTok, go watch all the little black girls finding out that there was another black girl playing Ariel. Like, watching the little see what that, that's a big deal. light up. Yeah. Like, listen, my up. daughter. Like a Christmas tree. My daughter looks like Barbie. There's three million different things that she can watch and see herself reflected in. <laughs> Including probably the little original. Including little the fucking little mermaid. <laughs> Which so, is still there. If like, you need a white little mermaid, just go rewatch it. It's still that. there. It's fine, you guys. They can have this one. It's only one. They get one out of three million. Well, and also maybe, you know, if your head's not too far up your own ass, you can watch this one. Even though it's a black Little Mermaid, not I don't, a white one, I don't, maybe I, you can watch Callie, it and enjoy it and Callie, find you, value in it. Nope, you stepped over the line. Oh. That's impossible. How dare? <laughs> how dare? I don't know how 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 have black people watched the three million white people. Oh, shit. here's the thing. I don't know how they, they did that. Watched I don't know. They just watched it. <laughs> here's the thing. You have everybody for years and years and years has watched all this white shit because that's the only that's thing that's the only shit. So I was that angry. <laughs> so now people are like, "Oh, they they watch it. They love that that rep." No, it was the only thing. It wasn't that they had a preference for it. It's that it was the only thing. Also, 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 she has red hair. She does. She's oh, a black I girl heard with red hair, and it looks phenomenal. I heard people complain it wasn't red enough. It should have been red. Mary and Joseph. She's in it the water. It should have been bright fucking in red. the water. Your hair color changes. You want to know but, why but, they made... Listen. But, do you want to know why they made Ariel they with would... a redhead? Can we... Can, let's just talk about that. We gotta no, wait, talk about that. Wait, wait. So, no, I haven't finished the original this. Little Mermaid, she was in the water and her hair was bright red. Why can't they make her hair bright red? It is bright red. red. No, can't they make it the same as the original white mermaid? Can't but they it's make a cartoon. It yeah, no, it's okay. I'm sorry. All right, people no, are off this. the deep end on the that. reason why they made it red was because they tried drawing Ariel blonde. Do you know what blonde looks like in Blue Lagoon water? It looks green. Yeah, that's why they made it red so it would pop against the blue. But her hair was a color painted by somebody this is a real person who's in the fucking water singing because apparently she learned how to hold her breath for 18 hours 
I'm not. You don't think she's she, actually under the water? Jen. Nope. She said that they did a lot of the filming under the I'm water. I'm sure they did, but that clip we saw of her singing "Part of Our World" that no, was that not part I, I will give you. But her hair <laughs> in the water to remain realistic has to darken. Yeah. Well, and also that color red does not exist in nature. I'm sorry. I just get out of here. Hut, just can we just be scientific about it? Can we just be honest about the science? <laughs> it does what not hair exist. color looks like in water, but also. Even out of water, that color red does not exist on the human head. Fair enough. I it mean, unless not. you're in with an E. No, even then. Even then, that's like... Even then. That's as bright of red on a human being I've ever seen. It's still not as bright as Ariel. It's, it's not picked out of a crazy box. fire engine red. <laughs> like, they Nobody. construct that color so you can see it from space. And like, I'm just, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> If you actually met Ariel, first of all, let's just pretend they let's just pretend they cast a white girl. They had to make her hair that color. If you're Eric on a beach, this crazy as red like head, you could like see neon that red, comes at you wearing a tarp. You're like, don't knife me, please. That's so dumb. You can have my boat. You can have the watch. That's honestly, would have been the reaction. It's so dumb. Like, no, sorry. It just bought, it just, it's so stupid. It's just so stupid. There's just so much stupid. Uh, Why is there so much stupid in the world, Jen? Listen, did you get to watch uh, Charles lose his shit over his pens? I saw him lose his shit over his pens and then like yell at some poor person. Okay. This is like. What is his problem? It's Charles. This is why. This is why his reign is going to be the best because it no, wasn't it's full, terrible. It wasn't a full-on hissy, but we're going to get those. I feel confident there will be full-on hissy fits from this dude. Like, it was, sir, it was funny. I'm sorry. Camera. I'm like, I'm it's sorry. You. I'm sorry, Tennant. Do you have to deal with hissy fit? His Royal Highness, the hissy fit douche. Like. It turns out the portrayal of him in the crown was being kind. I mean, they weren't far off. And there's a reason why the actor won. <laughs> he won like a golden like, globe. Damn, you They're it. like, you nailed it. Good job. Historically accurate. Here's your here's your statue. God, <laughs> God Almighty. Word on the street was the queen watched it. The queen watched it, and she was probably like, "Yeah, that's." That's my well, son. Here's the thing. I bet, here's the thing. This is what they have said that the crown is not as bad as what it was in yes, real life. I remember hearing that. The crown is less dramatic. So sorry, Harry and William Savior. This isn't historically accurate. They were nice. They've been nice. It was worse. It was, it worse. was worse. That's all I'm saying. It was worse. By the way, I floated my whole. It didn't matter who they married. This whole air and the spare thing was always going to blow up. And Diana needed the only way to mitigate it was if Diana was alive negotiating these boys' relationships for the rest of her life to my mother, who I feel is like the royal family expert. And she signed off. So <laughs> that, shit, that shit's right. She's like, you got it. I'm like, thank you. At least they're letting Harry wear his uniform. Listen, I'm not like, this is not whatever i i feel each person has a side and then like there's the truth somewhere in the middle but i was cheesed off about the uniform thing because i was like 
It's just I so understand. dumb. It's di- well, it's different. I mean, I get in British culture, it's different. They don't wear, there's very specific circumstances where they wear their full military uniform. And they don't, they can't just like wear it at a wedding if they're not in active service. Like if you're not in active service, you can't wear your uniform. You can wear your medals on a suit. That's like, yeah. that's the non-active. So there's a reason for it. And it's in British culture and it makes sense. But it just, you know, it's just just a bad, it's just a, it just doesn't, like, let's not deny the one guy who actually went to Afghanistan a couple times wearing the uniform on national television. Like, Charles, pick your battles, man. And this ain't it. This ain't it. Let them wear the uniform. So I'm glad that they were like, yeah, wear the uniform. Because I'm I'm like, I'm kind of annoyed at how they insist on sticking to like certain like weird little protocol things, like something that has absolutely no reflection on modern customs. They just are doing it because, well, that's the way we did it 200 years ago. So clearly we have to. Yeah, but if there was anybody who's down with the way they did it 200 years ago, it was the queen. So it's her funeral. I know. But there's like, on, on like dumb shit. But like there were pedophile that were, that were all upset about who was holding hands and who wasn't leaving the chapel the other day. Uh, and it was like, because it's not protocol. And I'm like, I don't even know if that's true or not. You know what, though? They, <laughs> both sides. The reasons what does it why, matter? Well, the reasons why William and Kate aren't holding hands and the reasons why Megan and Harry are or why they're not holding hands now or this is uh, Kate's comfort. You guys. Stop. This is actual insanity. It's fine if Harry and Meghan want to hold hands. That's and fine. it's fine if William and Kate don't. They don't. In fact, William and Kate barely touch anytime they're out. This is they're on the job and they're very like they're British. They're British people. Have you met a British person? They're not super touchy feely group. And Harry's been living in lovey-dovey America with his baby mama. He's gotten in touch with his feelings. He went to therapy. And now he's all all about that. And they're madly in love. So they're going to make out. And they're going to hang all over each other. It's fine. It doesn't mean one's getting a divorce. It doesn't mean one's not following protocol. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It it has no bearing on anything else. Just let them be existing people. But it just cracked me up that they were all ready to like flambe Megan over holding Harry's hand. Oh, they were flambe. Listen, there was plenty of Twitter flambe Kate and William too. Here's the cousins also holding hands. Are you going to say the same thing about them? No. Well, of course not because, you know. No, I really, the holding hands thing on Twitter really bugged me because one side was all up and lambasting William and Kate and showing, oh, look, Harry and Meghan are the better couple. They're more in love. This is how terrible William and Kate are. And then the other people, the people who are pro-William and Kate are like, oh, well, look at Harry and Meghan. They're breaking protocol. They're, they just have to prove that, like, they have to hang all over each other to make it look like they are really, it's, it's nonsense. It's actual nonsense. Can we just bury this woman? Please put her in the ground. Just put her in the fucking ground. Can we just do that? Because trust me, she's rolling her eyes. Her and Diana rolling their eyes. Well, maybe not together. We'll see. Probably not together. <laughs> I don't. I don't. 
I'm soft around people. The Lord is. You are so soft. It's okay. Listen, I'm Catholic. We have purgatory for a reason. It's the stopgap. It's the safety net. (laughs) If you're all like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm saved. Catholics, we don't feel like that. We're like, no, we're screwed. And we're going to be in purgatory. (laughs) But we'll get there eventually. It's comforting. It's comforting. There, I feel like I really like let that off of my chest. This hand holding thing was really driving me ups- in- insane, and I just, it was stupid. I just really had to just, 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 can we just please bury this woman in peace and quiet and just stop? I did get teary eyed. I did get teary eyed when they were receiving the coffin, and Anne did a full curtsy. Yeah, that Anne. She doesn't get enough credit. My mom was telling me that. The deal was back in the day, Philip was working actively to get the law changed that it didn't matter male or female who was next in line. Okay. And I think it's something that William and Kate ended up actually achieving. They, they, they did change yeah. the law. Okay. So now if something happens to George, Charlotte is next in line. Yes. That was not the case when Charles and Anne were kids. If something happened to Charles, it skips Anne and it go to horror of horrors andrew so the reason why he was doing that and this just tells you everything you need to know about philip and and charles is because philip felt anne would have been the better king and he wanted her to rule i mean i agree if there was a chance that he doesn't live very long he wanted it to go to anne and it was kind of a sticking point between him and elizabeth but he I, actively campaigned. I honestly don't feel like I agreed with Philip on a whole lot. But, but this one, I'm like, that. damn right. He, <laughs> when he's right, he's really right. So it's <laughs> just like. He ain't wrong there, sister. Sign off there, fella. I mean, she's standing there in the military. And I'm like, she can kick all of your asses and twice on Sunday. Don't mess with Anne. And she worked, she works unbelievably hard. Like she does so many engagements and she's like 85 or some insanity. So, well, no, they're in their seventies because their mother's, my mother was in the nineties. So yeah, that was nice. That was nice. All right. What'd you watch this week? Did you do any September 11th documentaries? Hell no. I did. I didn't. I didn't. I, I just like, I don't know. I had to pace myself with that shit. No, I know. Nick is like, oh God. So he came, he came downstairs. Apparently like Lauren was like, Lauren was, you know, as she gets older, I mean, she's 15, she's more interested in it, you know, and she's got questions. And so she asked to watch one of the documentaries with me. So we're going through it and it's like 10 o'clock and my daughter's schedule this year is legit insanity. She already had a meltdown. Um, she's in a play she's doing, she's in high school. She has to do all eight. She's doing all high performance classes and she's doing dance and driver's training. It's like, it's a lot. So it was like 10 o'clock and I've been very strict with her about bedtime. Like I've moved up her bedtime like a half hour because her life's insane and she needs to sleep. So my husband comes downstairs and he was like, all right, well, let's wrap this up. I'm like, no, she's only got like 15 minutes left. And Nick said, he's like, this is the biggest deja vu I've ever had in my life. I swear to God, we had this exact fight last year. Yeah. <laughs> As we're watching the 9-11. So, yeah, it was sad. But it was Stanley. I miss Stanley. Gotta listen to Stanley every year. So, you know, I did that. 
And I'm trying else? to think of what we did watch this week. Oh, there is a really good Netflix documentary um, on the mom, the, the mom who killed the kids. I wanted to watch that. Oh, it's and... really good. It's okay. really good. Because I've been watch watching, listen, Dateline's been on this shit for like two years. Like before she even got arrested, they were like, this is weird. And like, I've been following this case. So it does a nice job of like putting it all together. And it, it interviews her son is the focus. Um, and he was like, I mean, they're all like, yeah, she totally did it. Like they killed, they killed the kids, which is, I, I don't really know any other way around that when you find the bodies in your backyard. So how stupid, like, do you ever wonder why murderers are so stupid? Like, it's pretty dumb. I mean, my God, <laughs> you know, like, what were we watching recently, we watched like something on, on a murder and it was like, why would you do that? That is like such a rookie error. I know there's so many of them that you're like, you like, clearly you deserve to burn in hell because you committed murder, but you were just like, what was the point of even doing this? Because you basically just put yourself in jail. Like there was no possibility of you ever not avo- you ever not going to jail. You did this so. Stupidly. Kyle thinks sometimes their narcissism is so strong they must that and they, they think that they're they, smarter. Yeah, they think that they're smarter and that there's no way that the police can outthink them. And it's the just like sins of our mother. It's my dangerous. God. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll tell Kyle we have to watch. I'm that. still working my way through the Sandman. And on episode. Um, we're still watching Nine. the stupid dragon show. And... Yeah, I haven't seen the new episode though. But why oh, did McDreamy look like a Targaryen? What's that? Remember, Maddie sent the picture of McDreamy, and he oh, looks yeah. like a Targaryen. <laughs> like he literally looked. He and Matt Smith have the same haircut right now. Basically, what happened? What happened? I don't know. She thinks it's for a role. So, I mean, is it for Gandalf? Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a look he needs to be a wizard in one of them whatever it is it needs it's to be a wizard. and we have so. to watch this week's rings of power tonight i haven't watched lauren and i are still working on that one it was good though i'm enjoying it i was enjoying it my thing with lord of the rings is it's a little slow until they get rolling because there's yeah. just so much depth and information to these it's characters one of those things that like unless you like kind of really kind of enjoy the world building and like the yeah. setting yeah you can you can find it a little dull it's a little tedious i you am kinda just have huge. to kind of like sink into like the atmospherics until like the story starts clicking <laughs> yeah i am i am not a huge like this is always like one of my hiccups with like writing anything because i'm like i hate world building it's hard it's so hard it is it's really so hard. hard speaking of world building do you remember that book that i got and uh, when we were in trekkie Mm-hmm. Um, Laura Olympus. It was like volume one, and it's a yeah. web. It's a webtoon. Yep. So I finished the book, and I was like, "Well, I need more." So I went and looked up the webtoon and read the whole rest of the thing. That a girl. I'm all caught up, and it's like it's still going. It's the best goddamn thing ever. I I I've never been like a super huge Hades, Persephone, Olympic gods type of person but like the way that this story is being told told is just so lovely and funny and interesting and i'm just like hades i just want to like wrap him up and feed him soup you know his brother's so mean to him 
His brother is such an asshole. Like, that's one thing all these tellings have in common. Like, Zeus is an asshole. <laughs> uh, I Zeus, mean, Zeus is always an lot. asshole. I feel like that was something that the Hercules series got really wrong, was that Hera was, like, the baddie. Yeah. She was always the villain, because she had a beef with, like, whatever. Like, yeah. in this one, Hera... Hera, his like his wife, she's like in Laura Olympus, she's kind of like she drinks a lot and she's always mad at Zeus and <laughs> like always trying to like look after other women, which is like when you look that into, like, yeah, but like she like, also never and like, yeah, she never really liked it when like you couldn't get uppity with Hera, yeah. Like, know your place, and she's got your back. But if you, like, try to say that you're prettier than her, she's going to, like, turn you into a constellation. <laughs> That's how it goes with Sarah. <laughs> but, like, and, and, and the, what surprised me is that, like, the god that probably, you know, outside of Zeus. Zeus is kind of portrayed as, like, a fuckboy. He totally <laughs> is a fuckbot. Boy. He's, Zeus he's, is the he's original a fuck boy fuck with boy. an ego problem. Absolutely. But um, the baddie in this, if believe it or not, is Apollo interesting and he's kind of like the 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 sort you like cover your cup around if you catch my really yes the sun guy he he does something bad to persephone trigger warning okay and like so like the rest of the story is kind of like how she deals with that and who finds out when and like Hera finds out and it's interesting how Hera finds out when she finds out, she's just like, <laughs> you know? and, and then when Hades finds out, mm, sweet spot, sweet spot. So good. Aww, so good. Nice. I gotta say, I have not heard of many stories where you make Apollo the bad guy. That's amazing. I know. But that's what I thought was so interesting. That's you know? like, that's against type. That's it. But it's interesting to see him kind of. And like, but like you can see it because you can see like Hermes someone that beautiful, being a, yeah, being a sociopath. Like I buy it. Yeah, he's just kind of like a, a, a sociopath, and he wanted to trap Persephone into marrying him. Yeah, because he thought this would like. He has like this plan of overthrowing Zeus. Anyhow, it's really forever. interesting. It's good, and I'm like, why aren't you making a TV series out of this? I would love <laughs> someone to make a Greek mythology like contemporary TV series. Right? Get on it. Get on it, people who write like, stuff. I feel there's something there. Like you could tell this story, and like it just come alive. Yeah. Are you it. watching Handmaid's Tale? Then is it back? Yeah, it's back. It's on Hulu. When did it come back? Last yesterday. Oh well, that explains. They've got, it. They've got their uh, two hour, two episode premiere. All right. Well, I got something else to That's put what on your pocket for you this. You guys, weekend. I knew something before Callie that never happens. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> As I'm scrolling TikTok, I keep seeing like the ad for for Handmaid's Tale coming up, and I just keep scrolling past it without looking at it. And I remember thinking the other day as I was scrolling past it, I was like, what if this means a new series is coming out soon? And then I kept scrolling. And like, she can be done. So, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's like Handmaid's Tale is like, you need some booze with it. It's rough. It gets dark. It's hard. I'm like, okay. I just don't know if I'm like in a mental place. For hands made pale. Like, I just like, 
come on, man. Like, I don't know. I want to watch The Little Mermaid instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch this Midnight Club whenever that comes looks amazing. I'm so excited for this. I'm like, here's my thing. Okay, and here, here's my thing. Okay, you ready? You ready I'm for ready, this low-key confession so that's going to make your head blow up? I'm pretty Tell sure me. I've told you this before, but ready. I did not really enjoy the live-action Beauty and the Beast very much. <gasps> yep, I said it. I don't feel that Emma Watson was really the best Belle. Okay, I can agree on that. I that bothered I, me. I tolerated her, but I liked everything else so much. I had no problem with the beast. Yeah, they, he was, yeah, I was like, name? I'm I'm okay. Yeah, because everything else was so good. It's was actually, I like crazy about his new song? I love his new song. You don't yeah. touch that. You don't uh, touch I that. I just like you it didn't blow me that. away. I liked that it, was but amazing. it wasn't like. How dare you? So really, from where I'm sitting, the live action, I've got a top tier place available. I honestly, that one was my favorite live action. I know everybody always is like goes on and on about Cinderella. Oh, I, I do love Cinderella. Yes. I was not. I love Cinderella. I wasn't I wasn't that enamored with Cinderella. But I, I have really... a different perspective on Cinderella because it was such a like Lauren and me day. Yeah. We went to go see it for Evie's birthday, but I just, you know, I was and like, Lauren oh. had such a great reaction to the but dress. Cinderella has never been a favorite princess. Of no, I, anyway, it's never been my fave. And it kind of irritates me like low key that she's just got the top spot. Like who decided? Yeah. Who decided Cinderella is the top this? princess? She's always the top princess. Like, I, I mean, there's so many other princesses you know what I mean so I I feel like I have a top spot available and Ariel could be coming for it she may when does that one when when does that one come out I don't know Little Mermaid I'm going to IMDB because you knew you knew about Handmaid's Tale I know I'm sorry (laughs) I've just been watching the little TikTok videos of all these adorable little girls who are like oh I know they're amazing like mom she's brown it's a black girl I'm like oh my god I'm dying she's black yeah it's like it's literally that you're like oh my god like she's and can I just say this uh, Hallie Bailey she's a looker She's okay, so pretty. John Ho- Jonah Our King. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, he's a smoke show. Okay, we could. This is okay. I mean, I don't know if you're ever going to beat uh, Kit because he's uh, he's a stock. So, and it's what's his name? Rob Stock. But Rob Stark. Yep. I said stock because that's yeah. how they say it. Um, I honestly, I was not. You didn't love it. Didn't love it. I didn't love it. Really? Maybe because here's the thing: like Cinderella, from a story perspective, if you're making a story out of it, it's pretty bare bones. Yeah, this is true. There's just I don't know. know, They don't give you a lot of. I feel like the people that really love the live action Cinderella are like really into the fashion, like you and Maddie. You probably both love that one. I did love that one because here, yes, the dress, the dress was key (laughs) and the dress really 
Yeah. And that's and that's because you think the dress is peach. With the shoes and the yeah. wedding dress you, also. You notice this shit. And I'm like, I don't care about that. That was actually another one of my problems with the live action Beauty and the Beast. Is I and felt I Belle's barely dress. even registered. Yeah, I, know. I felt Belle's book. dress did not... It was not elevated. I liked her dress just fine. Because the dress in the <laughs> Disney movie was on me. Like, dress, dress in a Disney movie, Belle wins hands down. I liked it the just fine. The dancing scene? Are you kidding me? Give me a break. So I, I liked it just fine. I was want long. I liked it just fine. But see, now with Little Mermaid, we're just in some seashell bra. Until she comes out of the sea and starts wearing dresses. Yeah, but like it's like that. I mean, listen, Ariel's wardrobe in that show in that movie it wasn't great. I mean, I wasn't impressed with Eric and the fashion and what he coughed up for the poor little girl who came. The pink dress. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) This movie has an opportunity here to take the dress and make it into something. Okay. And also, let's be honest. The the the. The animated movie Ariel had the best wedding dress. It did. Super 90s. But it doesn't was matter. It was amazing. It was great. But it was great. You want to talk the about best, sparkle? Yeah. That was sparkle. But you know what they need to do? You know what was like almost my second favorite dress? It is my second favorite dress in a Disney movie. Is the one, is the sparkly teal one. Yes, yes. She yes. wears coming out all sexy. Correct. That her dad put on her. Yes. <laughs> That's not awkward. That's a good point. That one, that's the showstopper. That is the best one. You are so correct. if they can do the sparkly teal, they will. You know they with, will. They have with, to. With the voice, I think we can give it to them. I think we can give them top spot. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And I'm just gonna have to wait until there's like an Elsa live action Frozen. I really can't think of another princess movie that I would be like, oh yeah, because we really hit Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, but I feel like they're never gonna do Sleeping Beauty. Why not? I don't know. I feel like Sleeping Beauty gets dragged a lot because, oh, she's a sleeper mouse in the movie. Listen. I think they, I feel like they already did Sleeping Beauty with the whole Yeah, with Maleficent. So I just, and again, I wasn't very happy with, I've never had a live action Sleeping Beauty that I've been happy with. Fair. I'm just like, no. Like, they got Elle, what's her name? And I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. eh." I just was like, yeah, she's cute. She's a cute kid. She's very pretty. She's very modest. But at some point, you get tired of white girls with blonde hair. Well, yeah, hair. and also the hair. I feel like they don't focus on the hair. Like, Maddie hair. We need someone with Maddie thick, hair. Thick, lustrous, bouncing luscious hair. locks. Like, Vidal Sassoon. Maddie also. does have, like, the hair that everybody You guys, has. if you ever saw Maddie's hair, you would just want to touch it. It's I think Disney I was, princess hair. Yeah, I think I was really restrained that I did not just, like, pet her the whole time we were together. In fact, I've never pet her. Even I though did, I too. To. You had the perfect... You were sleeping in the same I know, bed. I didn't, you, I didn't even pet her when we were in the bed together. And I was like, <laughs> it was all the hair, and I just left it alone. Like, I have a hair thing, you guys, when I was little. Like, I would play with my mom's hair. I play with my cousin's hair. She had like really, really long hair. I like hair. It's a thing. (laughs) It's weird, but I like hair. But I didn't. But anyways, that's the level of hair I'm looking for in an actress who plays Sleeping Beauty. And they've never given it to me. Not one time. And then you go and you see Sleeping Beauty in the movie and she's very bouncy. She does have really great hair. Also, 
the prince, to me, Prince Philip is the hottest prince because, you know, we did that whole podcast and who the hottest prince was. We did do that. was Prince Philip. I and they like never we cast, were... I know, they never cast Prince Philip who really, you know, does it for me. Not even in Once Upon a Time. He was close, but they cast like a terrible Aurora. And I just was like, Bleh. Sorry, I have issues, guys. You're like, wow, we really went down the rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> How close are we getting to our hour? We're so past the hour. So fast. And it didn't cut off on us? No. I don't know. It cares. It, it cares about what we think of the live action. <laughs> uh, why didn't it cut off on us? I don't know. We're just gonna we're just gonna make it a windfall for our 82 minute Weird. <laughs> yeah. It just had it in for us when we were in Truckee. It really did. It really didn't like Truckee. It was like, no, no, ma'am, you are not recording. Rude. Super rude. So is next week our scheduled Arrow rewatch beginning? I think it sounds like it. Okay. You guys so. just tell me what to watch and when. Okay. Sounds good. So we'll get started. We'll talk about other stuff too, but we'll have an actual organized podcast. And we're going to rewatch wow. it. I'm scared. That's going to be exciting. What the hell? <laughs> okay. We're gonna do this. All right, guys. Next week, stay tuned. Bye. Have good weekends. If you too. Bye. Bye. week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.